Welcome to episode 48, everybody. The Hell's Angels. Ooh, really? That's what this episode's about? Yeah, the I, Hell's Angels. What? Motorcycle did, Club, not did, Motorcycle Gang. That's right, that's, that's true. Every time someone says Motorcycle Gang on this episode, Harry's gonna take a shot of whiskey. Oh, Christ, or don't you... He's gonna take a shot of whiskey, weed, and Slayer. <sighs> damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Harry's gonna electric. do a backflip into Jacob's pool. Ooh. And the weather is right. Naked. Ooh. What? Yeah. Alright. So anyways, with that said, everybody, uh, we will be talking about the motorcycle club that is the Hells Angels. This will be a jump-off point for us to get into other motorcycle clubs as well. Um, but we're leading off with the, with the greatest, or the most notorious, I should say, motorcycle club out there as well. I'm not saying gang because that's not what they really are, so keep on listening to find out why. Um, as I say towards the end of the episode, we're going to be starting something here soon on episode 52, where we're going to be doing a lot of Q&As for our one-year anniversary episode, which would be week 52, episode 52. So we want to hear from you, so get at us at the Facebook, get us at the Instagram, get at us at our personal emails, get at us um, in real life, if you will. Yeah, you know, fucking uh, just uh, come over and pants art anytime you see me in public. Yeah, yeah. Man, just go ahead and pants me. Yeah, and so um, this episode, too, is our first episode where we did a live Facebook stream for Reels for Reels. So uh, make sure you check that out on our official Facebook and ask us questions there. We'll try to answer them as best as we can, um, but just get involved. But And as always, please make sure you go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, so that way we know who our listeners are and ways we can improve and all that good shit. And yep. So that way, too, we get some free publicity from Apple. And if you don't fucking use iTunes or any kind of Apple products... However the fuck else you listen to the podcast. Pocket casts. Yeah, go there. Leave us a review. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a congressman. Tell a mailman. Tell your mama and your boo-boo, too. Definitely tell your mama. Spade and neuter your pets. (laughs) And as always... Oh, I know what I was going to ask you uh, before I sign off. Yes. Is it Yanny or Laurel? Laurel. I heard Laurel. I heard both. That shit fucking was crazy. I first. At first, I heard Yanny, 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 really? Laurel, Laurel, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because you know, like that, it's like that whole like, "Do you see a blue dress or do you see a black dress or a white dress yeah. or whatever?" And I was just like, "Okay, I was definitely on one side of it. I fucking legitimately heard both." Again, all the hate mail goes straight to Jacob Pixon. That's right, Laurel. And yeah, no, Laurel. for the Laurel. record, it is Laurel. That's what science has proven. It is actually Laurel being. I didn't see a bunch of bullshit. It's like high frequencies. If you're young, young ears tend to hear Yanny. Older ears tend to hear Laurel. I have both then, I guess. Uh, so with that said, everybody... You got, you're a tweener. Yes, I am. So with that said, I'm a nomad. That's what you, I am. You, nomad. You, you, shop, you shop both in the little men's section. You <laughs> still wear your hat backwards, but you wear a business suit. <laughs> that is true. There you ever is. seen me at work? That is true. So with that said, everybody, enjoy the show. You might recognize this song as performed by Jefferson Airplane in a little documentary called Give Me Shelter about the Rolling Stones and their nightmare at Altamont. That night, the Oakland chapter of the Hells Angels had their way. Tonight, it's my turn. When the truth is out. Alright, so we should probably start with this shit. Yeah. 
Okay, so four minutes. Four minutes and 14 seconds. So, this week's topic? Whoa, that was a great song, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we pretend we just heard a song. Yeah. Hey, Jacob. Jacob. That's hey, Jacob. You keep bringing the hits. DJ Jazzy Jacob in the house. <laughs> that song definitely reminds me of motorcycles. Speaking of motorcycles, this topic is what, Jacob? The Hell's Angels, brother. Yep. Oh, man. Wait, I probably shouldn't say brother because they take offense to that. Yeah. yeah. If you do call him brother, which is weird because, okay, um, when I was researching this topic, fucking um, one of the first videos that popped up on YouTube was the NWO Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I guess he were had the real? Hell's No, no, Hell's they were angels? real Hell's Angels, like fully patched, like Hell's Angels what coming was the out. Back, what was the bad back rocker? Oh, it said Hell's Angels and it said Illinois and it had the, the demon flying head or whatever. And fucking like he's in the ring like let me tell you something brother and the whole town was like ooh is he allowed to say it but I guess if anybody who's not a Hell's Angels is allowed to say it yeah, I guess it's Hulk Hogan. Hollywood Hulk, Hulk Hogan exactly God, so, Hollywood look that up on YouTube everybody Hulk Co- NWA Hulk Hogan and the Hell's Angels NWO and they fucking come out and they just start circling the fucking ring or whatever it's the most badass shit ever yeah so real quick I gotta put a disclaimer out there. Um, all my fucking notes for this shit are on that fucking computer right now that we're using, so... And all of my notes don't exist. And mine are left at work again. And I had like four pages of notes and shit because I got really into this topic. So what I'm hearing is this is Hell's Angels Part 1. Part 1. <laughs> the intro. Yeah, next, next episode will be Hell's Angels Part 2. What I kind research. Want, what I kind of want to do, though, is like make this like the like tipping point for us to like go into other biker gangs. Because it's crazy. As soon as I started right. researching the Hell's Angels, I started, you know, stuff about the Mongols came up yep. and, like, other biker gangs and stuff like that, the Bandidos and all that. And they all have, like, interesting-ass backstories. Yep. So, Well, there's the big four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's only in California, there's the big two. Yeah, the Mongols and the Hell's Angels. Yeah. This is Mongol territory we're in right now. Yeah. So, Cause so I was Southern looking... California is... Yeah. And you guys know the story behind that? Why don't you, you tell everybody? You said Illinois Toaster. rocker, which shouldn't exist. Why is that? Because you can only be the only state that can be claimed as California. No, they have them all over. No, no. There's only one state that can be claimed, a state. Okay. So the only state that can be claimed is California. And that's why there's beef between the Hells Angels and the Mongols. Mm -hmm. Because they both claim California as their back rocker. They don't claim a city. They just have California. Oh, okay. Outside of California, you're like the Las Vegas, the Chicago, the whatever. You name the city. You wouldn't name a state. You would just say, like, that city is run by... Are you sure? Because they, they, they had, like, like I was looking up, like, the Canadian Hells Angels. Well, like, all them. I don't know how Canada but, does it, but But Canadian is a whole country. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's like Quebec, though. It's like Quebec oh. and Montreal and all that shit. Well, those, yeah, but you can go city by city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it in Canada, but city by city, mm-hmm. you would claim it city by city. Maybe, we're do- maybe they're the uh, Illinois city Hells Angels. I don't know, fucking. But all I know is Hollywood Hulk Hogan had fucking Hell's I Angels. Know, I need to check some IDs. Check <laughs> some IDs. So, do so you want to talk about how the Hell's Angels was formed? Uh, I'll let Eric do that. <laughs> former, <laughs> former Hell's Angels, Eric. You know what? Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Hell's Angels were formed in 1948. Yeah. Um, it is believed that the name uh, is derived from uh, fighter pilots. Fighter pilots and mm-hmm. the fighter pilots. World War One and two. So that so there were three different um, squadrons. Uh, squadrons, and the third one was referred to as the Hell's Angels. Mm-hmm. The other two had equally badass names that I cannot recall because, again, mm-hmm. said computer is being used for the Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. It's on um, Wikipedia. Yeah, you can yeah, look it yeah, up. That's fine. Working. Um, but not that we use Wikipedia. We use legitimate we use sources. Multiple sources. That's right. I actually right. went to a primary source. Was I, I cannot name. <laughs> I didn't use any sources. Yeah, yeah. I asked some of my coworkers about it. I was like, 
That was it. Yeah. But so, I guess anyways, so, okay, the squadron that they took the name from or whatever, they were known for like their death-defying stunts. And I guess Howard Hughes actually did a movie about the actual like aerial Hells Angels right. as well. It's just about these like just reckless, you know, I don't, I don't want to say reckless, but just like they do like all those crazy like fighter pilot things that you right, go right. out. They, they, they are the... Um the epitome of the, the romanticized whether they actually did it or not doesn't matter fucking the stories are out there and it's just you know considered to be canon now I guess you could say yeah but fucking uh, <laughs> but fucking um, <laughs> but fucking yeah so 1948 I believe it was 48 uh, 48 the yeah. Hells Angels were formed and the Hells Angels were formed in San Bernardino California that's uh, right Montana. Montana yeah um, and then they uh they, that was the first chapter, um, and they, they had, I believe it were 13 members. They had their uh, president, vice president, um, so on and so forth, and they eventually moved up to the San Francisco area. They became known mm-hmm. as, that, that, that those areas uh, were largely the Frisco Angels, even though there was an Oakland, there was a San Francisco, there were, you know, there were four or five different chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, collectively, they were known, and they claim that each different chapter within the San Francisco area, Alameda County, um, did when wasn't weren't aware that the others existed, but other stories say that uh, the original president again, whose name I don't remember because on that fucking computer. Yep, and in my um, notes at work. Yep, um, fucking they. Uh, um, the original president went up to San Francisco and started it, which would mean that yeah, they knew where their their roots came yeah. from. But and from, they would have to too because I, let, let's back up a little bit too. Yep. The reason why the Hell's Angel formed was it was a bunch of you know former veterans from World War One and two. They got together. Now they're the theory is that they were all suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder right. and then they would try to go back and assimilate into uh you know regular civilian life and they really couldn't do it which is familiar you know what i'm saying yeah. i know i have a lot of friends who went you know over to iraq went to afghanistan and stuff and then coming back trying to work like a regular job at the home depot they just cannot do it because they're so used to you know seeing death and getting ready you know flying in helicopters and you know tanks and shit like that there's uh there's the uh what, what was it from uh, the Hurt Locker? The mm-hmm. scene where um, Hawkeye is in the grocery store, Hawkeye. and he's just fucking uh, like he—it's just so absurd to him just walking down the aisles like normal, mm-hmm. and and so you know the movie ends with you know him dying. That's not true. I just don't want to give away spoilers. But you know he he can't at the end of all the shit he can't really readjust readjust to life. just a regular because even the the smallest things just seem daunting in a weird way. That's that's from my understanding. That's actually a pretty good. Um, display like recreation of that feeling and that's exactly what they were what they were feeling and they just want you know and a lot of people that go over to war you know and then come back you know they want to feel you know that camaraderie with people who've gone through similar situations and that's the theory of why the hell's angels took you know took effect they come they came back and they can't go grocery shopping at the piggly wiggly right. or the fucking uh albertson's anymore and shit so they have to you know they go where they you know they can see eye to eye with you know yeah. people or whatever and so like this is what they did you know they got motorcycles so you know they can continue those adrenaline dumps and, and stuff like that and they can you know see eye to eye with people that have seen other experiences and then they start they're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder so they have all this like anguish that they're trying to work out because back like in the 40s and 50s and 60s yeah. and shit they don't really don't i mean post-traumatic stress disorder is not really something that's really addressed at that time it's just right. like hey fucking rub some dirt in and man up you bitch right right, right. Yeah. that's uh, uh what in the civil war you know if someone was uh showed showed a post-traumatic stress disorder kind of symptoms on the battlefield a lot of times they would just get shot and then you know, by, their, by, their, own by their own people and yeah. then their own people go on because it just wasn't understood Do you guys know what they used to call it back then uh 
It's called Soldier's Heart. That's right, Soldier's Heart. I was gonna say Wounded Heart, but that's not right. Soldier's Heart. That's right. Damn. And yeah. so it's it's a shell shocked. Shell shocked is another one that I saw for like World War One mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, and now it's PTSD, and it's still yeah. not totally understood, but it's a no. lot better than it fucking was at that time. And at that time, it was just like, you know, a, a lot of time, like a lot of uh, uh, mental health disorders, depression, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But yeah. it's just like, you know, that doesn't really exist. You know, you're, you're sad is not a sickness. You know what, what I mean? What's crazy is, is I had a friend like he was like he called himself like a fucking terrorist hunter, like when he was out there in yeah. fucking um, Afghanistan. That's like his actual like he gave himself a title. And I remember one time like he was just like, hey man, I just need to hang out, and I was like sure man like when i first moved in my house just come over and he wanted me to watch like some mark Wahlberg movie i think it's called lone survivor or something like that and i was like hey man you just want to get some food and just watch it dude because like he was like like he wasn't directly telling me like what he was feeling but he's like he was agitated yeah he was just like really like man i just need to hang out man i just need like a calm chill day and i was like dude that's my life dude like i just come home and i just chill and he was like all right cool i'll bring that movie i really want you to see it because it's just how like life was out there for me and i was like cool let's go get some carl's jr and fucking watch a movie and so we're watching the movie and then like the firefight starts like where the people are shooting at each other and i shit you not he like jumps up he pauses the movie and he's like dude my heart is beating like a thousand miles an hour like i can't handle this right now yeah and i was like fuck dude like did you drink like like six energy drinks or something he's like no man it's just like my anxiety is going through the roof i was like here dude like drink some fucking water dude like like let's get some like drink this bang energy drink (laughs) (laughs) bang no no no. i was just like to me i thought he was like over over caffeinated or something right I mean, he would drink, like, energy drink after energy drink, you know, just to feel alive, I guess. Yeah. And so I thought that's what it was because he had this big old fucking cup, like, as big as this Deadpool cup I'm holding up right here. Um, and he was just, like, like drinking all the soda. And I just figured, like, he was just overly caffeinated. But going back to it, it was just like, no, nah, man. Like, he was seeing, like, the shit that was going down on TV. And, like, his, you know, PTSD was just kicking in right there. Right. It's like... Shout out to our friend Ben Aguilar. Yep. Uh, it's like that... that um you see something that just reminds you, and you mm-hmm. just have a, this visceral, mm-hmm. physical reaction. You know, you. you and you, I couldn't relate you know, to it. Yeah. I just, I was just like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Like, yeah, here, you, do you need a pillow or something?" Your your heart just starts going, or you you just, you you, you just you see something, just a, a snippet, or you hear something, mm-hmm. and it's like you just want to suddenly run out and vomit, like you just physically yeah. get sick, or you just you know you. Um, a lot of times, what what I what I've seen is with PTSD is a lot of times what happens is what you're feeling at the time when you had the initial uh-huh. you know the initial uh, exposure that's kind of the same thing that you feel when the PTSD kicks in because all of a sudden all of your responses right are back just to going it. right back to that fucking moment going right back to that that anxiety mm-hmm. that helplessness that fear that whatever the fuck it is and it's just so totally ingrained gripping in your brain and i think i read somewhere that recently research has shown that it is a physical um, anomaly PTSD does physically cause a change in your brain um and so it, it is in a lot of ways an injury um mm-hmm. and even you know when jesus was telling us about the vegas shooting yeah um he seemed very much in the moment when he was telling yeah. that story you could tell he was really reliving it in his head and it was yeah, pretty intense just watching someone talk about it is like intense and it's like and listening back to it too like i feel yeah. like i'm there like his words are just so vivid it's just like he's not you know making anything up you know it's like it's just all like you're there like in the moment with him like watching a movie or something like yeah that. but 
to bring this all back home, the reason why I brought that up is as a regular civilian whose worst trauma was just having somebody's girlfriend cheat on <laughs> Like, I couldn't really relate to him. It wasn't your girlfriend. It was somebody's girlfriend. You know, it was... No, it was my girlfriend. Oh. But anyways, um, oh. not to bring this podcast down. But anyways... No, 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 no cry. No cry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Why don't you fucking whore? But anyways... White people have good problems, man. <laughs> so... He, you know, we never really hung out after that, yeah. but I noticed like he would like hang out more with like his soldier buddies or whatever. Right, right, right. And I got it though, you know, because they they all lived like the same fucking life, you know. And that's the same thing with the Hell's Angels. It's just a group of brothers, band of brothers, if you will, that fucking just come together and just fucking are exercising all these demons, you know. Right. Kind of like Metallica, some kind of monster, you know. <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna monster. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean. That's to me. That's like the the beginnings of the Hell's Angels, the yeah. the why, if you will, why this group formed. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of times your lifestyle determines your death style. <laughs> <laughs> so. God damn it! Damn. God damn it! <laughs> okay, Kirk. so Metallica. That's like the one good line that Kirk ever wrote. Oh, he wrote that. <laughs> yeah, Kirk Hammett wrote that. Oh wow! Yeah, lifestyle. Like he wrote determines my death style. He wrote like. Three entire songs, and out of those three songs, that was the one line that they inserted into a fucking James Hetfield song. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a good song. It's yeah. one of the few good songs in that album. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Julio Gonzalez for liking this live stream. Yeah, hey. God, God bless you, Whoever sir. you are. Um, yeah. So that's the beginning of the Hells Angels. Yeah. And at first, you know, they're not like a, a group of of bandits or whatever they're just you know just like like a motorcycle club because all all these motorcycle club whether it be the mongols the fucking the devil's disciples or whatever whatever you are you always have like that on your patch mc which is motorcycle, motorcycle club. club and that's basically what it is and then there was um a situation that happened in hollister california yep. where i guess like this now not the t-shirt company or the fucking uh, fuckboy <laughs> store in the mall or whatever but hollister california the actual city yep. It's like, you know, small town USA. And I guess like every year, the I guess it's called the AMA, American the Motorcycle, Motorcycle Association. They right. would have like a... That was mumbled. American Motorcycle Association. American Motorcycle Association. Yes, AMA. AMA. We kind of mumbled that. American Motorcycle Association. Fuck yeah! When this bang hits, my mind goes faster than my mouth can move. Bang energy. It's good for PTSD. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Uh, I, I I have as of it to see the science to disprove it. You are the resident That's doctor, right. so I ain't gonna fucking argue. I with am you. the I am your spiritual advisor and the the original sexican, and as such, I am gonna say that I have not seen scientific evidence to disprove it yet. That's true. Go. That is true. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Hollister, California, sponsored by the AMA American Motorcycle Association, they had like a yearly you know event, you know, kind of like Sturgis, if you will. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, that everybody just gets together with the motorcycles or whatever. And then it just has like a meetup, basically, if you will. Now, at before this incident in the 50s, you know, it was a very mundane thing. You know, everybody just got together and ate at fucking Marie Calendars, if you will, or whatever. <laughs> but I guess like a group of like, you know, you know, vets or whatever came yeah. through and just like caused like a shit fest. You know, yeah. basically tore up the whole town, if you will. It was like a Limp Biscuit concert on fucking Woodstock. <laughs> and so... They um, all happen to be on motorcycles. Yeah. And so um, after the incident, um, you know, it was getting some negative publicity. 
and uh, the AMA, the American Motorcycle Association, disclaimed, hey, that group of people only represents 1% of the motorcycle population. And if you also notice, like, you know, if you go to the Hells Angels website, the Mongols website or whatever, and it always says that, like, on their the patch. It's one percenter or whatever. Which just, you know, the 1% is just the unruly, you know, outlaw. They are the outlaws. Yeah. See, what I saw was that the quote was 99% of all motorcycle riders are law-abiding citizens. And it just implied. But even then... That could totally be off. Either one of them could be off because the, uh, officially the American Motorcycle Association says we never said anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's just a misquote. Oh, okay. <sighs> so, um, it's also with the one percent, they do have that on the on the patch. Um, sorry, Arthur, but you're you know you're drinking your beer anyway. So, Zorro um, <laughs> beer, go for it. Uh, the uh, fuck, I lost track. To apologize to you. That's it. I'll never apologize to you again. Um, so the AMA never really made that statement. They may never. Oh, uh, so the <laughs> that's out- a statement I've heard too. Though. Yeah. So the the outlaw, the social outcast thing, the one percent. Um, they fucking it, owned it, it. It's it's. But the thing is that a lot of people take it to mean explicitly criminal activity. Mm-hmm. But they, the motorcycle clubs as a whole, not just Hell's Angels, kind of took it to mean. Um, like social outlaws, like mm-hmm. they just fuck norms, fuck you know. We're gonna live the lifestyle. You that live we outside live of the, and, you live outside of the law. Right. It's basically what and, it means. And it could and it could mean and that could mean you know uh, living you know in a criminal manner, drug trafficking, weapons trafficking, murder, so violence, so on and so forth. Or it could just mean. You know, the American Motorcycle Association is some sort of governing body for riders. We don't so, recognize their rules. Right. Fuck them. Fuck the, yeah. the AMA. Even if even if it's just something totally mundane, like, you know, yeah. you need to some sort of registration to ride in some, you know, Capacity. some rally or, yeah. you know, to be officially sponsored by the AME to be legitimate. It's like, fuck that. We are legitimate outside We make our of, own rules. Exactly. Yeah. And basically what it was is it's like... like it's start- like us. It's like us. We are the fucking uh, Hells Angels of fucking podcasts. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> they have, well, that's, that's, that's Eric, Eric, those are saying. Eric's words, not mine. <laughs> Eric, hate mail, former go. Hell's Angel. There's, there's one more patch that they wear, and it's uniquely a Hell's Angels patch. That's the eight one, mm-hmm. the H H A. So eight being the yeah, eight. and that and that if you know what that comes from, that comes from eight eighty eight, which is the Halt Hitler. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah. And then eight oh. one is Hell's Angels. Yeah, and that's. That's another thing. A lot of, again, not just uh, Hell's Angels, but a lot of different motorcycle clubs will use like swastikas or the SS um, that has a very official name that I can't remember because fucking computer. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, and, but but the, the reason they'll do it is because not because they're racist, but again, because they want the shock factor because they are living outside well, of the norm. Hell's Angels was supposed to be a whites only club. And still kind of is. Well, no, it still definitely is. But the thing is, the, the one of the quotes that I saw that was fucking fantastic. You can only fantastic. be a hangout. You can only be a hangout. You yeah. cannot be a... But that's because, specifically for the Hells Angels, each each different uh, motorcycle club has their own set of rules of how they... Conduct um, themselves. They, they, well, how they bring in full patch members. Mm-hmm. And from what I read, all of the Hells Angels, you have to have a unanimous decision from all the full patch members in the chapter. In, in Wait, the, do you want to define a full patch mem- member? And what that means? Uh, yes. Okay. So a full patch member is a full blown member. Okay. Moving on. So there's no, three, okay. three yeah. major yeah, yeah. patches that you have to earn. Yeah. So first, you're just a 
a hangout. You're a hangout. That's no patches, but you get to hang out with the crew. Right. You just kind of want to... Because... And you, and you show interest in being a Hells Angel, yeah. but... There, there's only a small number of Hells Angels that they'll allow. Right. Outside of that, you just get to be a hangout till one dies or leaves, or, and then they fill yeah. a spot with the next right. most and qualified then, person. And so after a hangout, if you like it and they kind of like you, you'll be an associate. And you can get, like, an associate patch kind yeah. of a well thing. you get your you get it you get the leather vest or whatever and it just says california on it yeah and it says the bottom M- rocker and it just says motorcycle club the yeah. mc on it or whatever yeah. and basically you're just there you know to take part in certain activities you can't attend any official meetings you have no voting power right you're just there you're just there to basically prove yourself and a lot of time they do a lot of hazing as well and and yeah. that's that's can be it's just like sports too it can be something as mundane as hey go get coffee go mm-hmm. get a, you know beer go get whatever for for the clubhouse yeah. or it could be you know rumor has it a Allegedly, uh, it can get into things that are more violent or, you know, more, you know, uh, beating someone and whatnot. Mm. After you're done being this uh, dirt bitch on an associate, then you can be a prospect. Associate usually lasts about a year or two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, prospect is the next level up. And you, as a prospect, you start to become much more. You're, you're almost a, uh, a full patch member. Um, you're just don't have the voting rights and there's just some very explicit like a decision making things that you cannot do but you can be involved in different events you can be there and at that point you're pretty much still wearing um the bottom rocker uh patch which is just whatever chapter you're claiming you know yeah. whether it be california or new york or which city um yeah. or chicago or you know whatever the case El may Paso. be yep. um then once once you've been a a prospect for a significant amount of time, and that kind of varies, then you can go and uh, uh, ask to be a full patch member. And a full patch member is called as such because they get the complete patch set on the back of their vest. The Hell's Angels on the top, and then the Death Skull that's yeah. in the middle. Yeah, the, 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 winged, the Winged Skull, the MC, the 8-1. And, and so it's usually four distinct patches. Mm-hmm. There is the, the top, which is Hell's Angels. And it's usually curved, and that's called a rocker. That's the top that's the rocker. Top rocker. Um, the bottom rocker, which is the one you get basically from the beginning, is your chapter, and it just has your your chapter's mm-hmm. name um, named as so largely because they are curved. So you know, kind of like a rocking chair. You know, they're mm-hmm. rockers. Um, and then the middle will be uh, the actual winged death skull, mm-hmm. um, and then the MC, which is motorcycle club. And the motorcycle club and the chapter you get pretty much right away uh, after after hangout. Um, but it, so different clubs do it differently. But for the Hell's Angels, explicit uh, specifically, every full patch member has to vote you in if you want and, to be a full patch and member. That's no joke. The, yeah. the eighty-one. I remember I was telling Jacob one time because I wanted to buy an eight-one. They wait, had to wait, put wait, a, wait, wait. <sighs> anyway, go ahead. I wanted to buy an eight-one and put it the one percenter. I'm sorry, not the eight-one. Oh, yeah. The one percenter. One percenter. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put a one percenter thing, and obviously I wasn't going to get away with the uh, whole. Hell's Angels thing, yeah. but especially being in mongrel territory here. Yeah, you don't so with that. I was gonna try to get like a mongrel shirt and just rock that here, <laughs> and be like, eh, I've never, you know, I can get away with it here. And then one of my coworkers, you know, when I was learning how to ride and all that stuff, he was like, eh, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah. I don't think you should be doing that because a lot of my coworkers are all part of a Christian bike riding club. Yeah, yeah. Who also <laughs> kind of. <laughs> They will brawl with who, who whatever. Ride, who ride for Christ and ride will for Christ oppose and will other. fuck shit up for Christ too. Yep. So. I mean, is there a, a more 
Is there a more divine, uh, divine? <laughs> is there a more divine reason to fucking, you know, fuck something up? Yeah, you know what I mean. They don't drink, but they fuck shit up. <laughs> um, are they Mormons? No, no, they're just like Catholic or something. <laughs> I don't know what they are. No, they can't. They would drink. They drink. Catholic. They drink uh, non-alcoholic beers. That that's not Catholic or whatever. That is not a Catholic, no. I don't know what they are, but they drink, like, non-alcoholic beers. They'll yeah. fuck up some O'Doul's, and then they'll start fighting each other. Well, they're drunk off O'Doul's. Duh. Fucking, no, okay, but, like, so, yeah, like I said. The <laughs> they're pat- drunk on Christ. The patches, the patches are definitely a fucking major thing. Yeah, it is a major um, thing, and, and actually, I would not fuck with wearing one. Even when you become a full patch member, um, you don't even own if the you patch. are present, you don't own the patch. Never the, own the club, patch. The club the patch. owns the patch. And so if something happens, if you get kicked out, if you get whatever, you've got to return all the patches. If you and- get a tattoo... You have to remove that shit. You have to mm-hmm. either cut it off your skin yourself or put some Somebody acid else on will it. do it. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, you can pour acid on it. You can get rid of yeah. it, but you can't wear it outside of the club once you leave the club. Anyway, going back like five minutes, the point that I wanted to bring this up with was, technically speaking, on paper, officially, the Hells Angels are not a racist club. They <laughs> yeah, are Sonny Barger. Yeah, Sonny Barger said he goes. Uh, he was doing an interview with some publication, and they, they asked him, "Was like, okay, is the Hell's Angels a- racist?" And he goes, uh, "You know, officially, we're not a racist organization. Anybody can join. However, we do have a lot of racist members. And if a black man wanted to join our club, there's a lot of people that want um, to look too kindly upon that. And like yep. you were saying, you have to travel to be in order to be, you know, a full patch member. You have to be voted on unanimously, unanimously by every chapter. You know, let's say in California, has to say, yeah, you're 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 full patch. You're full patch. And if you know one person says no, you're, you're not done. in. And you know, and like like he was alluding to, is just like, yeah, we might not be racist. You know, the one in San Francisco or Oakland or whatever, but. You know, the one fucking Fresno or Bakersfield or whatever, they're not going to want you to be a fucking full patch well, member. The one dude. If and one you look like Idris Elba, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Well, so, but they have... Um, who would, wait, I would I would want someone that sexy in my fucking group. But then again, you're not a Hell's Angel. Uh, that's true. They would encourage you to join other ones, like the Dragons mm-hmm. or the Banditos. See, no, I thought that was fantastic. First of all, let me just say real quick, fuck you, Jacob, for stealing my quote, goddammit. All right, that was the whole fucking point. I had to backtrack five goddamn minutes, and then you took my Sunny Barger quote. It's okay. I'm sorry. I still love you. <laughs> and they would not encourage you to join the mongrels. No, they would not. No, but no. they would encourage you to join the banditos outside of California. And, and what's what's yeah? What's funny is uh, specifically with the dragons is I guess um, like the Hell's Angels and the dragons will like go into each other's territories and party. They will go on like and have dual, a backyard boogie. Right, and we they'll, have they'll a go big into- war going on right now in Bakersfield. Oh yeah, there's been like, two incidents. The Singles recently. incident, the one on Rosedale. I'm trying to say something. Oh, sorry, there. go for it. <laughs> Art the interrupter. Oh, sorry, sorry, man. Arthur the interrupter. So the dragons. And, <laughs> I like that. And Arthur the interrupter. Um, so the dragons and the Hell's Angels will get together and they'll do like uh, group rides together and mm-hmm. they'll they'll have parties and whatnot together. And a large part of it is the fact that the dragons is an all black group. Mm-hmm. Again, for very much so the same reason as the Hell's Angels are an all white group. It's not that the group itself is racist. It's just. There's enough racist folks in it to fuck. And with it's like it, a prison you know? thing. Like you might not necessarily be racist, but yeah. if you go to prison, oh, yeah, yeah. your ass you're, is going to have to yep, pick a side. Yep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And the banditos are an all yep. Mexican group. And so I guess if uh, um, if a black person comes to the Hell's Angels, they'll say, you know what? Straight, you know, when they when they're a hangout, they'll be like, you know what? Let's be straight with you. 
you're not gonna get in here. You know, mm-hmm. not that not that the organization has a problem with you, but no fuckers in here. Go across the street. Well, not across the street, but you know, go to the next territory mm-hmm. over. Go to the dragons, man. They'll take care of you, and you know, we'll and we won't fuck with you. And same way, the other way around. If a white guy goes to the dragons, it'll be like, hey, no, it's not gonna happen. You know, no, no offense, but go to that first territory. Go, go, go. Talk to the hell's angels, and you know, it'll be cool. And so it's this weird little dichotomy where they they hate a certain race but they will hang out with the other motorcycle mm-hmm. motorcycle and there's you know there's, there's not a real beef between them because right. they all understand each other one thing you right. have to understand about motorcycle clubs is that for the most part they all understand each other they all the, the, yeah. there's motorcycle hangouts here in town like every i think it's every wednesday night they have motorcycle hangouts here at like rosedale yeah so everybody pulls up and as long as you don't take anyone's parking spot there's like really specific rules yeah you don't take anyone's parking spot you don't talk to someone's girl you don't they're, they're very defined you don't look at someone the wrong way especially because we have that big rivalry between the hell's angels and the mongrels here they're they do not get along yeah you do not wear someone's bottom rocker claiming that you're from that city yeah or whatever you can say hey i'm a bandito from bakersfield or something but you can't say I'm a bandito from California, right? Because that's where they crossed the line, and that's where like the big war started. And then, so uh, speaking of the, the bottom rock, you can't wear the wrong bottom rocker um, yeah, at all. The, 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 oh, uh, you can have a nomad one, right? The the thing is, but the thing is, I just want to bring up real quick for for all the listeners and the viewers from the Facebook Live. Hi, what's up? Apparently, my um, niece saw this, and we were cussing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how, how dare we? <laughs> we? We should stop that. We never cuss, um, fuckers. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> God damn it! I lost it again. Sorry. Okay, so motorcycle Arthur, interrupt Arthur the interrupter intercepting mm-hmm. our, oh the um, um, the interceptor the the, the uh, Laughlin uh, Laughlin River Massacre. Oh um, yeah, um, right. Okay, so that was he- uh, Hell's Angels and that was Mongrels, and they were there for a. Uh, the can I can I stop you guys real quick? Yes, because I don't want a Mongol. Mongol. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. Mongol, Sorry, Mongol right, right, right. is a fucking racist. You're right. Term. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Mongol. I'm sorry. That's just what name. goes up uh, right uh, under. And we're, we're, in we're in their turf, so yeah, we're on Mongol territory. You can so. ride. We do have. A, right. You know what the worst part is? I fucking know that, and I still. I don't know. Evidently, Mongol, like the racist term, is just what's set in the front forefront the, of my mind. The Bakersfield chapter for the Hell's Angels is downtown. No, uh-huh. but for where I work, it's all like uh, the Mong- Mongols. Mongols right around there because the the Harley Davidson mm-hmm. thing is right yeah. there. So the, we'll see them like right around all the time, like around yeah. that dealership. And Both like, of them? No, no. Hell just Angels the Mo- aren't allowed. Oh, okay, just the Mongols. Yeah. Because I looked that up too before, like uh, after I got sick of doing like homework for this podcast, <laughs> I wrote four pages of notes and I left them at work. But um, I was like, you know what? I want to see you know where you know the Bakersfield chapters lie or whatever. And I guess there used to be like a big Hell's Angels one here back like in the '60s or '70s. Yeah, the and Blackboard I, Cafe. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's still there. But it's not as big as it used to be, I guess. The barbershop I get my haircut at, bar- Blackboard Barbershop, uh-huh. that's where they get their name from. So if oh. you ever pull up there, you'll see a bunch of motorcycles. But it is like a anybody come, no no fighting here. Oh, okay. And if you do fight, no guns. But the Mongols break. hang out here. I mean, that's a big thing here in Bakersfield, which was that what you were leading to? Uh, well, what I was going to say with, with the, uh, the massacre was... Uh, Massacre. Three people died. Because let's, let, but- let's set this up. Okay, the Mongols is is the is basically the bloods to the Hell's Angels Crips. That's yes. their their fucking lifelong 
fucking enemies right there. And so the Mongols, they formed, and we could do another podcast on them another time, but the Mongols, they formed in Montebello, California, which is basically like East LA. Yeah. And it's basically, I mean, a lot of Latino, uh, you know, motorcycles, same, same history, you know, Latino veterans came back, you know, and started their own motorcycle gang. Mm. And then, you know, there was at a point when they were first starting, they were, you know, they, they got along pretty much with the Hells Angels, I want to say. Right. Or not necessarily got along, but like they coexisted, I should yeah. say. I shouldn't say they were yeah, like that's, best that's buddies or something like that. But um, there was no problems. You know, the Hells Angels said, hey, you cannot claim California. We claim California. And then eventually, you know, over the years, the Mongols said, fuck that. We're not living by anybody's rules. We're not even living by your rules. One we're percenters. Gonna, well, we're going to start claiming California what, as well. What, what happened is they put the California, they didn't even ask. They just put the California bottom mm-hmm. rocker on there. And Hells Angels were like, hey, you can't do that. By the way, we own California. Mm-hmm. You can claim your small city, but don't do that. Yeah. Hells Angels had their meeting. They all voted, unanimously said, fuck that shit. We'll go to war every time we see you guys. Yeah. So Southern California, basically Bakersfield and down all Mongols. Well, it's Delano down, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. the cutoff point for even like. Even like the like fucking you know Sorreño and Norteños or whatever yeah. like it's even there like from Delano down yeah. is you know Mongols slash Sorreños, which also yeah lead it's a whole other yeah. yeah whole other thing <laughs> and then from we should do an MS13 episode oh, I'm down oh my god because <laughs> this kind of ties into this but um so from Delano up is all Hell's Angels Norteños yeah. yeah so okay so the first one I was gonna bring up a while ago was that uh, the whole patching system and whatnot we spoke specifically about the hell's angels but the basic format applies to all of the fucking uh uh, motorcycle gangs or motorcycle clubs excuse me um yeah sorry clubs Uh, the top hate mail to this guy right here uh the top rocker the bottom rocker you know the the logo the mc the one percent uh those are all you know the the, <laughs> the the specifics might be different, but the basic outline is is pretty standard across like most the uniform clubs. of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, they might have different other specific things for their uh, motorcycle club, but that's that's the basic outline for all of them. Um, the other thing I was going to say was the fucking Laughlin River Massacre. Okay, I'll let you go on that. <laughs> Sorry. <about> that. <laughs> um, and so the Laughlin River Run, it, it's something that happens on a, you know yearly, mm-hmm. and. Um, Laughlin, Nevada. Yep, Mongols and Hell's Angels do coexist. It's not like they like each other, kumbaya and all that shit, but they do coexist. It's neutral territory. Right, but in this particular case, what happened was a Mongol supposedly gave some hell to someone that was at a merch booth that I guess the Hell's Angels protected or ran or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to call it a Hell's Angels merch booth because I refuse to believe that the Hell's Angels would actually be selling out any of their gear. And they're very you know protective I mean? yeah, about exactly. each one well, of their logos. They, exactly. They, they but, actually do. I mean, it doesn't have like the Death Skull logo on it, but it fucking the winged Death Skull logo on it. it. Sounds like I'm talking about fucking Avenged Sevenfold. But anyways, <laughs> fuck that band. But anyways. I hate um, that band. Hey, they, they're catchy as fuck and their guitars in the background are, are fucking complex. The the views of, <laughs> of Eric does studio. not fucking represent me or art. But anyways, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I forgot. My shit. No, they actually do sell. Oh, now you know merch. how it feels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually do sell their own merch. It just yeah. doesn't have yeah, like it doesn't the, have the whole. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. true. That's a valid point. So maybe it wasn't Hell's Angels merch booth. But regardless, uh, a Mongol gave that one dude shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude that was one in the merch booth, and by most accounts, it wasn't even a Hell's Angel. It might it might have been like a hangout or something like that, mm-hmm. or or an associate, brother. but it wasn't. It wasn't. It Sometimes wasn't even those a, guys are yeah. the worst because they're trying to prove themselves. As yeah, like, right. Well, no, the, the guy in the merch booth wasn't a full uh, a full patch member. Huh. Um, he was just he would have been like a hangout or something like that. But 
depending on who you talk to, either, you know, a Mongol just gave him a little bit of shit, you know what I mean? Or a Mongol really fucking shook him down or whatnot. Regardless, rules are broken, you know, you don't fuck with this guy and ended up with one Mongol getting stabbed and two Hells Angels getting shot. And a lot of that had to do with, you know, the unwritten rules and the, the fact that you just don't, if, if you are in group A, you don't fuck with someone from group B that works yeah. with Mongols and Hell Angels, that's Norteños and uh, <coughs> uh, Southerners. Uh, uh, oh, fuck, I just totally fucking, that burp totally fucked me up. Well, basically, uh, um, so someone fucked with somebody that they shouldn't have fucked with. And what happened was, is in uh, one of the casinos, like, you, yes. uh, what happened was, is there was members from both, you know, clubs uh, that were in there and a big riot ensued. You know, Sonny Barger was there, one of the, you know, biggest members of the Hells Angels. And another member, uh, head member of the, the the Mongols was also there as well. And so the, everyone just starts brawling or whatever. People yeah. are stabbed. People are shot. Um, it's just violence ensues. Oh, that's right. So, okay. So multiple, I said one person, one uh, Mongol was stabbed and two Hells Angels were shot. That's not true. One Mongol was stabbed to death mm -hmm. and two Hells Angels were shot to death. death yeah. Multiple people were stabbed and shot. You but. know what's the most gangster <laughs> thing about that too is? Is the two, two Hells Angels that were fucking shot at and died later, they both got on their motorcycle and drove off from yep. the incident. That's yep. fucking... Gangster as fuck. Even yeah. though they died, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. you still have the fucking wherewithal to fucking put the keys. Oh, yeah, in the you, you, fuck, you get away. You don't want your again. You don't want your patches stolen. Die with your boots. Talk about uh -huh. dying with your boots. Uh -huh. Goddamn right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, that's and my understanding is to this day that is still the most people to have been uh, the, the biggest brawl, the most deaths and most injuries of that nature in a casino in Nevada. Yeah. Which I mean. Considering how long casinos have been in Nevada, that's fucking impressive. You that's know cool. I mean? And the yeah. nature of it, yeah. And if you YouTube it, because, I mean, the whole brawl is online. Yeah. Like, you get it from every fucking security camera. Because in Vegas or anywhere in Nevada, like, security is, like, the oh, best yeah. it can be. Oh, yeah. And there's so many, like, camera angles. It's like watching, like, an artistic fucking uh, <laughs> movie or something. Like, Kill Bill Part yeah. 1 or something I like that. They did a gangline episode about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's one of the documentaries I watched. And that shit was fucking hell of fucking interesting. So so, I recommend that. Jacobo, mm. who is Barger? We Sonny keep Barger? Who is, we keep bringing up his name. Explain Sonny Barger for the folks at home. Sonny Barger is one of the... I mean, he's not the, the, the main guy because the Hells Angels don't have like a national president or anything like that. But he right. is the president. Every chapter has its own little... Yeah, every chapter of the Hells Angels has their own president. And he is the president of the Oakland chapter. And he's just the most notorious guy because he's at the epicenter of like like the, like the Laughlin incident. Um, right. Whenever the, you know the media interviews somebody, he's the person that you know is out there speaking on behalf of the Hell's Angel. He's basically like the big PR guy. And one thing too is is the show um, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he was one of the people that you know gave like a lot of like insight to the creators of it. Like, hey, this is what you want to do. This is how life really is. Because that whole show is basically loosely based upon the Hell's Angels, and he actually plays like a, a person in yeah. there as well. Like, it's like Sonny the Pimp or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the whole series yet, but he play, like he has like three appearances in the show yeah. as well so one of the things that i thought was really interesting was sonny barger also kind of took he took the hell's angels to new heights in, mm -hmm. in a manner of speaking and the current patch as it's the, the current um uh wing death skull the original one was a very small patch and uh, back in the day you know early 60s some of the um members would use the smaller original one because there's some you know they, they thought that there was something kind of cool about having the original fucking patch but when Sonny came in, 
he created the larger patch, and which has now become the standard. And Sonny Barger, it is now considered. It is now. It is called the Barger Larger, mm-hmm. and he is. You know, and they they gave him that kind of. He's basically Suge Knight, if you will. He didn't yeah. create Death Row Records, but like when you think of Death Row Records, like that's the main figure. Yeah, and so they they named it after him and and whatnot because he brought them up to such such great heights. He's mm-hmm. he's so highly respected, and I I believe he's he was in a, a different motorcycle game for about five or motorcycle club club for the love of Christ club. Oh God, I'm gonna this get This man killed. is gonna get. I'm some gonna hate get his mail. Oh my God! By the way, um, you know Art what? Jacobs' views did not reflect what Eric has. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm just gonna keep my mouth. This shut. guy's a bandito. I was gonna get say, him. Don't, don't get him, don't boys. You put that shit out there. Don't you put that shit out there. Um, if any, no. What I, the fuck? What? I'm not gonna say anything. What? Devil's disciple. Is that, is that a fucking? Don't you fucking? That's <laughs> <laughs> perfectly. That's not. That is that my tattoo that they are pointing at is nothing motorcycle club related. Club. club. Mine either. I just, get him, uh, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's a Venge Sevenfold tattoo. <laughs> Dude, okay, fuck I, that I like, band. They okay, ripped off okay, that logo. Right? I did. I it like, just came to me now, like when I, like, I was thinking about I it. I like the band, but fuck, I'm not getting the tattoo of them. Come on, give me a little true more story, that. True Jesus story. True story. True story. True story. Last summer, and you Metallica episode 22. <laughs> I want to say I don't know when we went to see Metallica. Venge Sevenfold opened for Metallica. They were, they were the band right before Metallica came out, and the band right before them was Gojira. Now Gojira fucking ripped it up. Yeah. Metallica fucking probably put on one of the like all-time greatest performances of all time. Yeah. In between that, Avenged Sevenfold. All-time greatest performances of all time? All time. I'm like doing a crossword puzzle during, yeah. during Avenged Sevenfold. Sevenfold. I literally almost fell asleep. They had fire. They had all this shit going on. And it was just like, man, I can't wait for this to end. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is? The Rev died. The Rev used to the be drummer? behind the drum kit. Uh, he used to be cutting, fucking throwing the drumsticks Who's up in the, the air drummer? and shit like that. I He's like the drummer from like Coheed and Cambria or something. He might be. I, the original... Um, oh, fuck. I feel like a jackass. Uh, who's the drummer for Dream Theater? Uh, Portnoy, oh, Mike, yeah, Portnoy, Mike Portnoy. Mike Portnoy. He was... Um, he toured with Avenged Sevenfold for a while. And he actually did the drums on their first album after the Rev died. Um, the Rev. Because fucking uh, Mike Portner knows that Avenged Sevenfold is pretty badass, just like I do. But I'm still not getting a goddamn tattoo of them, goddamn it. That's not a fucking Avenged Sevenfold <laughs> damn tattoo. It looks like my hat's crooked um, on that video. It's okay. Yeah, you still look yeah. handsome, Art. Don't worry about it. Oh, and for what it's worth. Uh, I'll do it more crooked. For those of you non-donors that are watching the Facebook Live for the first time, unlike the regular donors who've seen many of this, um, this isn't really an act. Like, we really are idiots like this. Yeah, this is real When life. there is no camera on us, so. Music make you lose control. Yeah. Control. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now it makes a little more sense to you all the little random sounds you might hear. Yeah. Um, there's actually a physical attribute that's going on to it. Anyway, Sonny Barger uh, did actually, was a part of a, a motorcycle gang, uh, motorcycle club. club. Oh, that was the whole goddamn problem to God damn it. Sonny Barger was part just of a different motorcycle BLT, club. think BLT, Eric, with the bread club. in the middle. Just think that patch that they wear, MC. <laughs> club. Not Mickey Mouse Club, but motorcycle club. You know what's funny? that there, there is biker gangs that are dedicated yeah. to Disneyland. H- what the <laughs> fuck? There's some weird-ass fucking... H-E-L-L-S-A. There's the Fiend Club. Actually, that works. Fucking, that worked better than I expected. The Fiend Club is basically the Misfits logo, but with Mickey Mouse ears on it. Oh, wow. And they put that as their middle rocker. Oh, shit. You're at the Fiends Club, and then at the bottom rocker is whatever city you come from. That's pretty cool. Jesus Christ. So you go to Disneyland, you see the Fiend Club? Yeah. Okay. That's fucking crazy. I'm down. 
Anyways, Eric, what point were you trying to make before we fucking interrupt it again? Just that Sonny Barger was, uh, I believe, you know what? Let me fucking check this shit out, actually, before I say any more. One uh, thing I'll say about Sonny Barger is uh, he he was, he's, okay, going back, he was involved with every fucking major incident. Um, like the um, the incident in Altamont with um, the Rolling Stones concert. He was there. Yeah. Um, he survived all that. He survived fucking lung cancer in the 80s. And this motherfucker is still alive. He has no voice, basically. Yeah. But he learned to fucking uh, vocalize Dance. with, like, his his own, like, neck muscles. So, like, when you hear him talk now, it's weird because he really doesn't have any vocal cords. But he can still somehow, you know, come up with fucking words and shit. I mean, it sounds like Kane, like, from, like, the late 80s or, or late 90s or whatever. Yeah, yeah but it's like... It's like the fucking most gangster thing ever. He's like in his 80s. He survived every fucking brawl, every war, every fucking yep. incident you can think of with the Hells Angels. And fucking cancer came. He kicked cancer in the ass like his name was Deadpool. The Rolling Stones paid us in beer. That was actually really good. That was really <laughs> fucking good. And that's how basically he talks. And it's like, you get help, but any he helped inspire the fucking Sons of Anarchy, which is like one of the biggest shows oh, of all time. Oh, and he was Lenny the Pimp. Oh, yeah, Lenny the Pimp. And he's still fucking just rolling, dude. It's like he's like the fucking mm-hmm. Suge Knight of this whole fucking. Motorcycle Have you guys shit. ever seen anyone wearing a Sands of Anarchy back roller? Like a, yeah, like a roll? I, not not seriously. I've never seen one seriously. I've seen someone. Really? I've seen it in Las Vegas a lot. So like, I go to the Harley Davidson uh, shop that's right next to us, and I saw a guy in there, and I was like, "What are you doing? Why would yeah. you wear that?" Yes, yeah, and he had that's, a one percenter patch on there too. Oh my, oh my god, dude! Like, even, even even before even before doing research for this particular episode of the podcast, like I, I would be able to. I would tell you that's not a good fucking. Idea it's like, the, like to me, all. it's like the equivalent of wearing like that Ed Hardy mer- or like when like fifty year old people like are trying to like dress up and go out and they wear like that Ed Hardy like clothing yeah. or whatever, like with their like bedazzled jeans that have like strategically placed we rips and shit. We should make shirts to say Tom Hardy but also have a bedazzled out. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Like a, oh, we could do different characters. Like a bedazzled out Bane. A fucking bedazzled out fucking uh, Charles Bronson. Oh, yeah. dude. A bedazzled out Mad Max. Dude, that's fucking... I, love I like it. that. I fucking love dude, it. I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys warm my soul so much. <laughs> Tom Hardy. I fucking like Tom you. Hardy. You know what? A toast. A toast to Tom Hardy and his traps. Salud. Salud. <sighs> anyway, I'm not seeing the shit. I don't think Sonny Barger was in a different motorcycle club, so I'm, I'm gonna retract yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. He, someone, let's just say he was. Pro- someone prominent and early was, but it wasn't Sonny Barger that I can tell. And so that's yeah. what I'm gonna say. It's you know? whatever. Don't, so don't you a whatever was Sonny Barger. Moving to, to you're telling me we're g- I'm gonna get us killed. Fucking this modern is what, day. Motorcycle gangs, clubs, clubs. As <laughs> I only call them gangs, because Eric called them gangs, but I so, call them clubs. <laughs> Real quick, so in order to get into the Hell's Angels to become a prospect, uh, there's a couple of things you have to have. First of all, you have to have the right personal traits, right personality, right. I'm you in. have to have a motorcycle uh, that is uh, 750 cc's or higher, and you have to have a valid uh, driver's license. You got to follow the rules sometimes. <laughs> If you're going to get pulled over it's and locked away, if you're going to get put in the pokey for something, it might as well be something like significant, not something stupid like driving without a license. <laughs> you know what's funny? So those are like kind of like uh, Harley-Davidson. Usually they'll ride a Harley-Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like exclusively you have to ride a Harley-Davidson. Yeah. So if you ride one of those like Yokohama or something like yeah. that, those, uh, uh, those are like crotch rocket kind of gangs. Oh, no. I heard the greatest thing in the world ever. I heard, and I'm not going to say who said it. It wasn't me. I, I kind of, like, it's terrible, but I kind of wish I thought of it at the same time. 
I, they're not crotch rockets. It's like, oh, were they riding one of those rice rockets? Oh, I've heard, I heard that, but from cars. Yeah. When they uh, ride the Honda I just Spins. can't take you seriously unless you're named Marissa Saavedra. Because remember when we worked with Marissa? Yeah. No, Chicken they're Target? actually like really cool bikes, but I wouldn't like... Because they have their own little thing. They have the Rough Riders. Right, right. They have different things like that. Um, I feel like those gangs are like lame. <laughs> still, <laughs> send, the, send the hate mail to Eric Castillo. But what? still. Oh, no, Jacob gets all the hate mail. Yeah, I, Jacob I, gets the hate I mail. I get the nudes. I what? get all the fetish stuff. I get the stuff that I want. The barefoot midgets that are popping balloons while smoking and cuckold in. Yeah, this it, is why. That's my shit. What can I, I say? 32 emails from the Rough Riders saying, we're not lame. Stop. <laughs> Drop. Shut him out. Stop. No. Anyways, let's go. One of the important things about this episode is that we need to find out where the hood is at. Where the hood? Is where the at? hood? Where the hood? Where the hood at? Because <laughs> our lifestyle determines God our death style. <laughs> Bringing it all right back around. Very nice. I, yeah. Very good. So very you good. wanted to talk about? Uh, Wait. Mercy? By the way, you know what song you should use the intro music? The Biker Boys soundtrack, Metallica featuring Ja Rule. Is that a real thing? <laughs> that is a real thing, oh dude. God damn it. Jesus is somewhere, like in a, a fucking Bakersfield somewhere, laughing at me, like, there goes your Ja Rule reference again. Murder. Damn. Every yeah. thug needs a lady. Speaking of every thug needs a lady. Yes. Uh, do you guys know what the uh, the rules are for ladies in the... Uh, <laughs> That was a in much smoother Angel. transition than I fucking expected. Go ahead. No. All right, educate Educate me. us. Yeah. If you will. It ain't no fun. Unless <laughs> 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 the movies can have some. Damn. That's the only... That's the only... Mm-hmm. So for those of you who have never listened to Doggy <laughs> Style before, what that means is basically everybody's get to get... If you want to be a female associate of the Hells Angels, they're going to run a train through you. That means every guy... <laughs> Is gonna be That's, busting loads in you. So my mind is saying that is that has been the stereotype. That has been that <laughs> women are just the, uh, you know, the, the the stereotype is that they give all the money over to the, to the men. They're just the, well, the they strippers. Run, they run the, the strippers they, the, game yeah. all through California. Yeah. If there's a but, strip club in your town, more than likely it's run through either the, the Devil's Disciples or the Hell's Angels. Yeah. Oh, um, here in town? In any town? Any town? Oh, in, wow. in California. Um, Dude, speaking of which, like the first day of research, I was doing this. I was coming home from work. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I read there was a devil's disciple to the neck to the side of me, and I was uh, driving my Shelby, and he looks over at me, and I was just like, "Oh shit, I don't know anything about the devil's disciples. I don't know if this is a poser gang or a real gang." So I looked over at him, and like the only thing I could come up with, I looked at him, and I had my like Loke sunglasses on, and I just gave him like the too sweet sign, <laughs> and I was like, "I hope that's fucking okay." And he looks at me and he just gives me like one of these like what's up and hits me back with the too sweet. One of the greatest moments in my whole fucking life, man. I got too sweeted by a devil's disciple. Nice. Yeah, he's probably here just checking up on his girls. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, but so <laughs> the the stereotype is, is that the girls are, are just the meat. You know what I mean? Uh, which isn't to say that they're not, but that, that's not all that all that they. One do. thing I don't know is there female motorcycle clubs? There, uh, yes, there are. There that are hot as fuck. There are female motorcycle clubs. Um, Marissa Saavedra, get involved within, with that. But within within like the Hells Angels and whatnot, uh, the females are not just you know the, the the strippers or the you know they are they can be I guess it's hard but I guess technically they can be a full patch member um, 
it's a lot, a lot of the same situation as a black person. You know, it's probably not going to happen realistically. But, club. but, but they are allowed in. They can be prospects. They can be whatnot. And they do. Separate they but do equal. run businesses, right? And uh, <laughs> there, there are there have been interviews uh, in the in the last uh, last couple of decades with women that have said that you know they do that, you know that they are equals with all the men that they do run the very businesses. They are just mm. badass. And when it was when someone brought up, well, what about all these things that these other guys have written? Uh, the woman's response was, "Well, those journalists must have been meatheads." Mm. Yeah, so they they feel just as empowered and just as you know, fucking. Um, again, obviously, I tend to believe that though because okay, if we're gonna say Sonny Barger had a, like a, a lot of influence on Sons of Anarchy, uh, the one or two seasons that I did see, the the main lady that's. Um, on Sons of Anarchy, she does call a lot of shots in that show. Leela? Yeah, Leela or Peg Bu- Peggy Bundy yeah. or whatever her yeah. name is. I mean, I don't think, let's say regular as Jacob is at a bar, right? Not 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 amazing Jacobo, but regular so as Jacob. So just regular as Jacob, non-affiliated to any motorcycle club, sees a girl at a bar. He goes up to her and he starts talking to her. That girl has like every, you know, whatever motorcycle club she's in. Like, those dudes will, like, protect the shit out of her. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, I mean, in that sense, yeah, but I don't think they really get to, like, really ride their own bike. You kind of have to sit in the back. You have to ride what's called riding bitch. Yeah. And Ooh, Jacob. A wise man once told me, don't ever let off. Actually, I probably shouldn't say that. (laughs) Just say it. You already got it out now. Well, it was just, okay, paraphrase it, paraphrase it, paraphrase it. So there's a Christian Christian motorcycle club. <laughs> I wanted you to get called, into that. I thought called, there were two uh, of them. There's two there's, of them. There's, okay, there's, well, there's one. There's a certain Christian motorcycle club that um, I'm. I know a lot of them, and so um, they're called the Disciples, which is almost the opposite of the Devil's Disciples. But mm-hmm. they're just the regular disciples. And then I think they call like the sons of like the sons or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> he was telling me he's like telling me about how like. Don't ever let a fat bitch ride on the back of your of your bike. <laughs> this is like the most Christian man. He like quotes scripture all the time. Don't okay okay. Didn't you say last week too that the like two Christian motorcycle gangs they beef with each yeah, other? Yeah, they beef. Get... They'll beef with each other. They'll throw it down if they see each other at the same place and you dish parking. If you take someone's parking spot, that is a that is like you might as well like have called like someone the n word. You smack like, someone's mama. You do not take someone's parking spot. Yep. That is like the most disrespectful thing. So do they claim churches and shit? Like, hey, I got Valley Bible. You got fucking OLPH. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a big thing for them, man. Wow. Because that's what Jesus would do, right? <laughs> wow. You remember that time that... Get your Jim- Anglo-Saxon bitch out of here. <laughs> Get your wasp-ass ass over there. You remember that time that uh, Jesus uh, threw over tables and was whipping people in the church because it was a fucking... That's what I'm doing when Wait, I shoot this other Christian. Once you get enough duels in you, man, you'll do anything. <laughs> Someone snuck a Zima in there fucking set me over the edge. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. That reminds me. You see, Zima's back. Dude, yeah, Target. I saw it last night. <laughs> I did hear about that. And as a kid, I didn't know. Remember, you guys remember that Simpsons episode where they uh, someone's like, I ordered a Zima, that yeah. emphysema. And I never understood <laughs> what that joke meant until now. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good joke. Yeah. I ordered a Zima, not emphysema. Yeah. The Shockmaster. Shockma- Rest in peace, Shockmaster. You want to be some Yep. You want to be some me? <laughs> you want to dare put your hands on a man that suffers from emphysema? <laughs> Dude, did you know that Bobcat doesn't talk like that anymore? No, <laughs> yeah. he's a regular guy now. Yeah, he he like can't. That was an act, apparently. Yeah, 
Dude, I bought him over. Oh my god, I cannot believe that people actually thought that we had Bobcat Goldwaite. Yeah, I like, fucking hate. Bobcat. I know, right? really. Like when yeah. that when that when that happened when I saw that and and it was like, dude, I really fucking thought you had Bobcat. Like, wow, people are fucking. Why? Why are people paying He's attention to us? He's got pulled on the internet, man. Talk about the dark web, man. That fool was in every right. corner of was, fucking. Was it the dark web episode where he do his voice? No, it was uh, Bigfoot. Wow, that's wow. a long time ago. That's yep. your first episode. That was my first episode. That was that was uh, episode. episode th- that was episode one in A E, A A D E A D E after Doctor Eric. <laughs> Anyways, you guys got anything else on this? Episode? You guys want to talk about the incident in Altamont? No. Where the hell's angels were? Oh, okay. <laughs> we can talk about our, our that. We can talk, the funny thing is, like, uh, I was so oh, me and my girlfriend. We're gonna be so loud on this episode. Me, we're gonna be so high. I think me and my girlfriend were coming from somewhere, and we were gonna go down to you know where the Zingos Cafe is. Yeah, we saw it all blocked off. Right, we didn't know what was going down. So, to all the listeners that are not from Bakersfield, Zingos Cafe is this wonderful little cafe that has a great fucking tuna melt. And chili. Um, and yep, Do you guys uh, know what's co- nearby at, Zingo's Cafe? At uh, Teaser Pleaser. Teaser Pleaser. At, ni- ni- at 99 and uh, Merle, uh, Buck Owens. And Teaser Pleaser. And as, as I referenced a few minutes ago. As, as you may not, if you may not know, uh, if you can tell by the name, Teaser Pleaser uh, is a, is a, a local. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a Christian study it's, Bible Exactly. It's a, li- it's a study group for blind children, disabled it's children. It's a goddamn titty right? bar, okay? <laughs> Do they serve booze? I don't know. I've never I, been. I've never been to a strip club. Have <laughs> I'm you guys a good ever Christian. been to a strip club? I've been to the Deja Vu when I turned 18 in I've high school. I've never been to one because I just feel it feels lame. Like I just feel like... I, no offense. I, I mean, it's been like 12 years, so... Yeah, I mean. uh, yeah I've never I, been to a single strip club. Not one. I can't imagine myself going... <laughs> you can be honest. I don't care. No, like, I've been I've been to many strip clubs uh, in Bakersfield, out of Bakersfield, think, out of California. I don't think Elizabeth out of the Warren cares. Out of the country. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Elizabeth Warren doesn't care. That's right. I mean, the uh, guy's got goddamn two girlfriends for Pete's sakes. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, what's up? Emily, shout out. There it is. Because I think I think uh, she got the shout out before we started doing the podcast, <laughs> where we were doing the Facebook Live. But oh, okay. now there's the official podcast one. So anyways, going back to my story. Me and my girlfriend were driving, right? We make a left. Yep. We're trying to get on the freeway. Yep. And uh, we noticed that that whole thing is blocked off, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going down. Yep. All of a sudden, a few days later, we find out that yep. apparently there was a big brawl between the Hell's Angels and the Mongols or something. Mongols. Mongols. Sorry. Mongols. Yep. Dude, I'm like, this is pretty good beer. <laughs> it's enough to slur your speech. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> um, and, really that's, in no time. and really, that's all you can ask for. I gotta pee. I've been holding my pee for so long. This episode's been so good compared to like Jacob walked away. I mean, no, Jacob he didn't. walked away, but I don't walk away, man. Bullshit. Damn, that's all the right away. qualities to join the Hell's Angels. You have walked Fred away Stan in United. so many different episodes. We gotta do an episode on Straight Edge. Ooh, we gotta get Greg on here. Remember when he was Straight Edge? Yeah, like twelve years He's ago. Like, yeah. oh, I don't claim that's FSU, right. boy. Now like, he fucks fat up, bitches. Oh. He gets drunk all the time. Fucks yep. fat bitches and, and the <laughs> Costco parking lot. Come here, Daddy needs some. Oh, never mind. Anyway, Daddy needs some. <laughs> Before we die, sugar free. If, if we're ever ever gonna fucking have Miss Waddell on here, we gotta clean up this shit. If we, if okay. Before we get sugar into any more trouble, loving. I just, before we, we gotta get put that on any more. Before we get into any more trouble, God damn it, God damn it. Thank God no one listens to this podcast. Um, fucking uh, hundred thousand people last week would disagree. God damn it. Anyway. So I listen to this podcast the, and fall asleep. The, it's that bad, huh? It puts you to sleep. God damn it! Um, 
Mongols and Hell's Angels and Zingos. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, fucking okay. brutal. And it's here in Bakersfield, which is crazy. I remember, like, so I think it was last week Jacob was bringing up topics, and I was like, oh, that's crazy because that brawl just went down. And, like, yeah. So when did this brawl happen? person died. So what happened was, uh, from what I read, is is that somebody spotted a Hell's Angels over there by the Teaser Pleaser, I want to say. Yeah. Because there was having, yeah. like, some kind of meetup or something like that, and there was yeah. a Hell's Angels over there. And then an associate with the Mongols started shooting out in the crowd. And basically, he got off because he was claiming self-defense. Because I guess that the guy yeah. that was associated with the Hell's Angel, he was starting some shit, and so he was shooting in self-defense or whatever. So I guess some the guy died. Yeah. And fucking like that's the whole reason why there was that block off. But, but there's been many incidents. That, I mean, it's amazing that incident. we don't really hear it a lot. Sorry, this bang is fucking getting to me. <laughs> but fucking bang, it's good for PTSD and lisps. But there was another incident like not too long ago where a fucking on Rosedale Highway, which is like one of the big. That was a weird one. Yeah, it's it's a big thoroughfare in Bakersfield to say that. Yeah, and so there's a lot of restaurants. There's a Chili's there. There's a macaroni grill, but anyways, mm. there was some. There was a, a Mongol riding on his motorcycle, and I guess no, or maybe a, no, it was a Mongol. No, was he, a Mongol. he was he was in his he was Mongol. in the car. Yeah, so he no, was no, no, he was in the bike. He was in a motorcycle. I I, I, it was yeah, one no, I, guy on a motorcycle. Yeah, and so I guess two people from the Hell's Angels were riding in a truck, and fucking they spotted him, and they guess they were the shooting at Silverado. Yeah, yeah, they were shooting at him. And it's like the fucking, it's like almost like watching like Deadpool, or like like the way like the incident was described, I guess. He, yeah. He fell off the motorcycle. Somebody jumped up out of the car or whatever. The guy on the motorcycle um, hitched a ride on the back of a pickup that was like fucking um, taking off out of red light or whatever. The pickup like swerves or whatever to get him off or whatever. And the guy like rolls throughout the freeway or whatever and fucking like has all these fucking injuries, but it manages to escape from the Hells Angels <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But it's like the craziest shit that fucking happens every day in Bakersfield on these streets that we travel every day. Yep. That, and it's just like, what the fuck? How come this is not a bigger deal? And the reason why, I guess, is that these motorcycle clubs, not gangs, have so much pull here yep. locally and across the state that the authorities don't really get involved. And when they do get involved... The people get off because the Hell's Angels, they have good lawyers. The Mongols yep. have good lawyers. Yep. And basically, like, what happens is, is when these, these clubs show up to events or whatever, the police are watching them, but they don't want to fuck with them because they will right. keep fucking coming at you until fucking the whole club is just fucking genocided out. And that's, and that's the thing. The fucking the clubs are, you know, they, they, they're considered to be criminals. They're considered to be all this stuff. But they are such a huge vast well-oiled machine they're just this great organization they have a president vice president treasurer secretary sergeant of arms for their individual chapters yeah all over the world are, yeah, too. And, they, and, and not only that but they're not all bad no for the most not. part you, you hear about things like toys for tots a lot of a lot of motorcycle clubs have bring. have charities yeah but yeah. although a lot of people argue that it is either at the at the lowest extreme it's either a way to clean up the image at the highest extreme, it's a front, and they are actively laundering money or something like that right in front of your eyes when they're doing the charity I think it's a events. double sort. I think it's a yin and yang kind of thing because it's like, okay, we, we grew up, well, me and R did, in East Bakersfield, where we I personally know a lot of like actual like Loma Bakers and gangsters yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, nobody's inherently like 100% pure evil. Like even a motorcycle club, like, I am. you know, who, I mean, yeah, they get accused that. of... 
fucking um, selling, you know, a lot of methamphetamines. And there is a, an aspect to it. But there's a lot of, like, these places, like, and I'll use, like, Suge Knight, for example, and Death Row Records. Like, they, at, you know, Thanksgiving time, they would hand out, like, millions of dollars worth of turkeys and things like that. There's a yin and yang to every person. Yeah. You're not 100% no, inherently no. evil. So, and the big thing, too, with the Hells Angels is they do have a lot of roots with veterans. You know, they do a lot of veteran work where the, you know, government drops the ball. They pick that up. They raise a lot of money for, you know, disabled vets, you know, uh, yeah. wounded warriors and things like that. They do that because, I mean, they look at it, they're, they're brothers in arms. And they, even during, like, the whole Vietnam effort, I mean, you know, they provided security, you know, for, you know, you know, soldiers, like when people were protesting, you know, and, um, uh, you know, causing, you know, ruckuses or whatever. I mean, they supported like you know these wars and right. stuff or whatever but they were there to counteract you know like the protesters and make to make sure that nothing got out of line right. and even like bands like like the rolling stones and things like that they used them for security and things like that now it didn't always <laughs> end up, perfectly yeah. for them but you know they, they they try to do i don't want to say the right thing most of the time but they do have this aspect to them where it's like this whole yin and yang like yeah. they're not 100 percent evil but they're not 100% good. Yeah, and, and officially the Hells Angels, they're not... I mean, the, the, the U.S. government considers the Hells Angels a criminal organization. Mm. But the group themselves, they you know they have their own website. They have their own... You know, they, they claim to be all-inclusive. They do the charity events. They mm. do, like, the fun runs. They do, you know... They try to help children and disabled vets, and they do all that stuff. Um, they just, you know... So they What they what the, the, the organization, what chapters say as a whole is, hey, if someone... If a member brings us money in... You know, we take it. If you know something goes down, you know, if if uh, a Mongol gets hit, you know, by a truck or whatever the fuck, we're not going to complain. You know, what I mean, we're not. If something happens for the benefit of the club, we're not going to ask really questions. We're not going to officially tell anyone to do anything. Mm -hmm. We are not going to to tell our members that they need to go break the law. Not as an organization. What ha you know? It's a big enough group that they can claim that individuals in the group are their own person. If yeah. they fuck up, if they do something illegal, that's on them. Yeah. But the group as a whole technically claims to be just a bunch of dudes that get together to fucking ride and do be some charitable events. Yeah. Be free. And, exactly. And fuck, and, and fuck authority, the 1%, you know? And another thing I'll, I'll point to, too, is if you go to YouTube, um, uh, YouTube, the Hunter S. Thompson interview where, you know, he I guess he wrote a book where he was in the Hells Angels for a long time. Yeah, he, yeah, he wrote with them. He yeah. wrote with them for, what, a year or something like that? Yeah. For a while. Uh, Sonny Barger was a big part of that book, too, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. again, he's again, in there. Sonny Barger's in everything. So Hunter S. Thompson, who we should do a podcast about, he's a famous, you know, journalist or whatever. We, we, we can't do that without being on mescaline or something like that. That's <laughs> the only drugs. way to do it. DMT. Uh, maybe. We're supposed to be doing a DMT episode anyways. Yeah. Wait, doing a DMT episode or doing an episode on DMT? Both. I was fucking, I was confused as to which. What does it matter? Both. We can do whatever. Yeah, I okay. But anyways, <laughs> um, he was on TV, Hunter S. Thompson, and he fucking um, was doing an interview with like like Tom Brokaw or something. I don't know who the fucking other interviewer was. And then the Hell's Angels came out and he was disputing some of the things like uh, Hunter S. Thompson wrote in his book. And he's like saying, you know what, we're not a bunch of bad guys or anything like that. And Hunter S. Thompson was like, what are you talking about, dude? There was an incident where like another member like smacked his fucking wife and fucking kicked his dog. And I went to go tell him something and everybody said, hey, just leave him alone. He's his own person. And he goes, yeah, who am I to tell this guy that he can't slap his wife or kick his dog? He's his own guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not his mom. I'm not his dad. I'm not the police or whatever. That's what the Hells Angels is all about. It's about freedom. I'm not here to police anybody. We're just no. here to fucking ride and be free. True. Yeah. And with that said, everyone. 
talking Jacob to America. I don't know. Do you Tell guys... your friends about your mind. Oh, that's pretty much it, man. Eric left the podcast. This is the last episode. <laughs> this is the last episode, everybody, by the way. So uh, thanks to all our listeners over this, the years. This is like that episode of The Fresh Prince where like they all move out and then they just, the last shot is an empty living room. <laughs> With fucking Will in there. Yeah. Will's like, damn. <laughs> I guess I'm going back to Philly. No, he made getting jiggy with it after Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. But anyways, uh, so I guess you're done talking about everything. Eric went to go take a poop, so I'm stalling for time here. I want to, um, uh, it's episode 48, I want to, no, it's 49, I want to say. 49. Yeah, the fight in 49th. Yeah, so we're on the 49th episode, so for episode 52, I want to put I went this, all quiet and everything like that, fucking all smooth and shit, and you had to put me on blast. I took a piss. I didn't poop, man. He does the quickest poop ever of all yeah, time. I true. I get a lot of fiber. A lot of but anyways... I want to point out that Eric's not wearing pants. Again. So I want to. I was never wearing pants. I want to promote this for episode 52. We want to do like a QA because 52 represents one year of doing this podcast. So exactly almost one year from now, or one year yep. ago, one we year did. Ago. One we year started now. this podcast. So it's been a crazy journey. Meanwhile, and we one want to year hear from your... now, one of us will be dead. Ooh, creepy. <laughs> Either by you know, or. This podcast started off. With, like, me and Jacob doing a lot of, like, mm, what should this podcast be called? And, like, we had so many, like, weird things that were happening around that time period. Remember, like, I was, like, pitching the idea of having it called the Mother Puncher Podcast? Yeah. I was, like, now to, to have it, like, actual microphones and, like, actually have, like, stickers and shit. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah, and it hasn't even been a year yet. Yeah. It's approaching a year. But <laughs> oh shit, lost that But we're getting there, and so we just want to hear from you because I mean, starting with our first episode, when you know the next day we had like six listens, I was so fucking pumped with it. To like last episode, we had like almost over a hundred thousand listens. So I mean, it's it's grown by leaps and bounds. Are we Joe Rogan yet? No. Are we even Sofa King podcast yet? No. But we want to get there, and so we basically just want to hear from everybody. So for episode fifty-two, we just want to hear your questions. So yep. go to the official Facebook. Hit us up, uh, direct message us, and then what for episode fifty-two, the big episode? It's just gonna be you guys asking us questions, and we're gonna be answering them. You on know what air. we should do? We should just have it live streamed. Oh, that would be and a good idea just, too. People yep. write questions on. That's there. true. Yeah. So we'll. And we'll if they don't, the if they don't yeah. write anything, then we can just freestyle. Mm-hmm. I gotta lose weight. Jesus Christ. By that episode, <laughs> Eric and I will lose fifteen pounds. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, When's that episode? Two weeks from now? Three weeks from now? Uh. We'll find out. I don't know. Yet. I still <laughs> gotta figure out if this is episode forty nine or not. Three so. weeks from right now. Yeah. So um, keep doing that. So Eric, you want to plug the social media? Uh, yeah. Again. So uh, the Facebook uh, Art and Jacob Do America official Facebook page. Uh, we have the Art and Jacob Do America Facebook group, which uh, you know, please, please, please get in, get involved, talk to us, tell us what is awesome, tell us what sucks, and uh, if you have any suggestions, as always. Uh, if we like it, we'll take into consideration we might use it. And if we don't like it, you can suck my left testicle. Fuck you for even commenting on that shit and saying that stuff. Um, furthermore, we do have the Art and Jacob Do America pod at Art and Jacob Do America pod on Instagram. Uh, we have uh, Robots versus Robots uh, on Instagram. And I am E.B. Castillo the first. That is with the number one on Instagram. And Jacob is basically just on the fucking Art and Jacob Do America pod Instagram account anyway. He has his own personal, but he hardly uses it. I don't use it anymore have because you guys been getting a lot of friend requests on your Instagrams. Yeah, I, mean, I a have of, a lot of yeah. a lot of. I got really a friend request. You guys. wanted to give a shout out to someone. 
guitar. Uh, I think they're in a band. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This oh, is yeah. fucking amazing. I was supposed to say that to you, but Art did. So good call. Hey. God bless you, Art. But yeah. So anybody that knows any of the three of us, we're big metalheads. And speaking of this podcast growing, we actually got somebody huge from the world of uh, heavy metal to follow us and listen to our show. So um, the four, there's the four big fucking uh, thrash metal bands of the 80s. Yep. There's Metallica, Anthrax, and Slayer. And then the fourth one would probably be Megadeth. Yeah. And in no particular order except for Metallica's number one. Ah. Yeah. But Megadeth's um, <laughs> best guitar player they ever had, Marty Friedman. Even follows better than Dave up. Mustaine. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> Tornado of Souls is probably one yeah, of my top yeah, yeah. favorite solos of all time. So he listens to the podcast now. He sent us a friend request. He follows us. He listens to us now all the way from Japan because that's where he lives now. Yep. And to me, like I thought it was just some fake account, but it was the actual official Marty Friedman um, fucking... <laughs> Which is fucking sick. And it, much Eric's uh, pleasure... Uh, oh, sorry. Did you finish talking? I can't. <laughs> just go ahead. Art the Interrupter. Go ahead. Arthur the Interrupter, yes. Arthur the Interrupter. Uh I told Jacob and Eric because I was really happy when when it happened. But uh, the Jordan Debbie from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs O line, uh-huh. I remember when it happened. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." They started following me, and yeah. like Eric's a Raiders fan, so no, I'm not a Raiders fan. I, I am, am a Raider. Raider. That's right. And Play so the autumn wind. And so, <laughs> insert the autumn wind. And here. So, Nate feels great. And so I am. I you know what? Tried and true tried and true fan tried very very tried for almost for about half of my life still true god damn it 69 so, years i have mixed feelings about that particular like <clears throat> but you know what i'll take it whatever i can get it hey man shout out to jordan debbie yeah so with that said like that. um make sure you keep telling your <laughs> friends um go to itunes or wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts at and yep. leave us a review too because i guess that helps us i don't know but uh, subscribe yeah, and leave us a stars. review um so that way we get pushed um free by apple and google and all those platforms and shit so um do your best podcast. Tell you, i use public cast oh sorry, sorry tell your mama and your boo-boo too sorry about the podcast oh it's about time you get interrupted you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> he's like the lance briggs of podcasting over here <laughs> what i don't get that <laughs> it's elizabeth warren Okay. So with that said, every <laughs> so with that said, everybody, enjoy the show and have a good night. Be good out there. Woo, that hurts. Keep rolling, 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 rolling.